When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, guys, we're back. Season three, Brandon Farmer, Nick Wilson coming at you with new member to the Talker Go Home podcast, Clint Thompson. Clint, man, what's going on, brother? Welcome in. Not much. Um, is that like, is that official? Like I'm coming in or is it just like I'm a guest right now to maybe like a trial run kind of thing? I don't know. I didn't get to say <laughs> I think Nick just made an executive decision here on air. <laughs> we did. I, did. I thought we had it taken care of, Brandon. I thought we had talked about this. Okay, uh, l- let's redo that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in guest Clint Thompson, who will eventually become a permanent member of the There you go. There you yeah. go. Trial yeah. runs. Trial no, runs. No. That was really quick. I mean, that was like right off the bat. I, 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 compl- I, I thought we were going to compl- work into it, oh, but, oh, but never mind. Oh, okay. It's, it's okay. We can start that over. We don't have to record that. We no, no, no. It keep it in. It I makes think, it funnier. I think yeah. it makes it makes the uh, podcast for sure. Well, like I, after season two, Brandon and I, you know, you and I had the conversation. Hey, what if we add in a third person? It it would make the dynamic a little better. So, and that's exactly sort of what we've done. Yeah, yeah. Clint is is definitely dynamic. Yeah, y'all yep. should have probably picked somebody a little better than me, but it'll work. We'll make it work. Yeah, we'll make it work. That's what we yeah. always do. As of the date of this recording, we're about two weeks away from Christmas, right? Right. What is, I don't we're, even know. Well, no, we're a week, week from Friday. We're a, week. a week from Saturday. Yeah. Wow. Week, so, so a week and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Less than ten days, actually. Yeah. Wow. So. So what about that? Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, that was a complete setup. Well, uh, when um, when is this supposed to premiere? Is it going to wait till twenty twenty one? Or this is going? Yeah, it'll be twenty twenty one. Okay. First first. Part Happy of New Year. Yeah. 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 So I guess we should start off by saying Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Yeah. All that good stuff. Happy holidays but, uh, for everybody yeah. else. Season two ended back in the summer, sort of right at the end of summer, right before fall started. Mm-hmm. So there's been a lot that's happened to all three of us. Yeah, we're really? uh, we're still in COVID, by the way. Yeah. Who who would have thought we would have still been in like semi lockdown and that that stay at home order for for two weeks or a month or whatever it was is turned into a whole year yeah. now yeah it's been like hey let's extend it three more times gosh yeah. almighty yeah um, let's uh let's not go into any politics about what's going to happen either but that, still well it's, it's winter so everything's kicking back up everybody's getting sick again um, but but what about i mean like what about the fact that you really can't talk about it now without it being political what about that? What about that? Welcome to America in 2020. Oh. I was about to say, welcome to election year, right? Well, everything's turned to COVID. The flu has disappeared. Yeah, there's no um, such thing as flu anymore. Sinus issues disappeared. No. So no. Um, Everything is the COVID. Welcome, yeah, welcome to the COVID. <laughs> the year of COVID. Right. Mm. But, that's what it's going to go down in history. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. But the vaccines are slowly but surely going out. Um. So let me start off asking y'all, are y'all going to get the vaccine? I was about to ask y'all the same exact thing. So well, I'm, you know, I don't know. It's like they're telling us, we've been surveyed where where I work. Hey, I mean, would you be okay if we made you get the vaccine? You know, if we if the school system paid for it. like So like being in education right now, we're sort of like, uh, you know, because they're like, are you an essential worker? Right, right. We would like to make the argument that we are, but if that means that you're going to make us take the vaccine, and here's the thing, it's not that I'm against vaccines, because personally I'm not, but like, 
You just don't want to. You just want to have a choice. Well, yeah, you just want to. You don't want to be it, forced right? to do any, take anything that you don't want to take. Yeah, absolutely. I've got colleagues that are like, I want to take it as soon as possible, and then I've got other colleagues where I work. They're like, mm, I'm a little hesitant about it. I'm, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to get it, but I'm going to wait until like the first round has been. Right. You know. Well, this right here makes me wonder. Like when they introduced the polio vaccine, everybody's yeah. like, Hey, we've got this vaccine. It's going to take care of polio. Yeah. You know, in 2020, we're like, heck yeah, get rid of polio. We know that it works because we've had all this history. Well, we're kind of going through that now. If we don't, we don't have that history of, is it going to work? What's the side effect? What's what's the repercussions? You know, so we're kind of going through that. Everything says that it's good, but I don't see how anybody has ever tested this against time. I mean, there's well, just no way of knowing. So, like the the reason that that this vaccine is so interesting to me. I'm not a science guy, but like it's a completely new way of vaccinating people. It's a completely new type of it contains no dead part of the virus itself. Right. No antibody. It it contains yes, it contains genetic material, but it doesn't necessarily contain a complete virus that is no longer active, I guess. So it's like it it, it contains a copy of the virus's DNA, right, right. whatever. So it, it anyway. It's if you go get a, a flu shot, deal. they're essentially giving you the flu. Exactly, pretty because, much, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's just it's a it's a dormant set of flu to exactly. give yourself the antibodies for. It. Exactly. It's basically how that works. This in is not terms. That. This is a completely new type of act. Like I don't think the public or a majority of the public really knows how revolutionary scientifically this is for the world. Right. I mean, this right. is crazy. Espe- especially for you know less than a year since the virus was really a thing. You know, um, for this to come out and, and it be such a such a new thing. So, like, I don't know. I mean, I, I know there's a lot in the medical field where um, there's a lot in the medical field where where they're being not forced, but they're saying, hey, if you're going to keep working in the medical field, you've got to have this this vaccine. I know they're doing it. They're they're sending every uh, vial of the vaccine that they're sending into like our local area right now is going straight to frontline. Yeah, frontline medical folks. Have y'all had the flu shot before? I have, yes. I've had it twice, and both times I got the flu. Really? Not even kidding. Yes. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah, I just, I, I've never had it because of that very reason right there because um, I've known a lot of people who have gotten it, and as soon as they got it, you know, they were sick. Yeah. So I just kind of, I don't know, man. I, I've always been, um, there's stuff I need to do to do to strengthen my immune system and let it kind of run the process. And, just try to stay healthy. That's basically what I've been doing. But yeah. I, that's with come with exercise or do anything necessary things, diet or whatever. I don't but, know. But but see, whenever in, the, in back in the day, it was you know drink some orange juice, some vitamin C, um, you know things like and that, and then and then wear a mask if you feel like you're you know either susceptible to it or you know if you think you got it, maybe you're going to give it to somebody. Well. You know, used to, you go out and you see somebody in the grocery store, it's like, that idiot's got a mask on. Look at that. They shouldn't yeah. even be out, blah, blah. It's it's the norm now. You're supposed to mask up everywhere you go now. Mm-hmm. So See, that, that's I'm glad you said that because when I was in college, we had a lot of foreign exchange students from Asia. Yes. And every time, you know, like they'd be on campus, walking around campus with masks on. And, yep, like it's and no I, big deal. And finally, I, I had no idea what it was for. Finally, I asked one of my buddies, I'm like, hey, what what's going on there? And they're like, well, they're sick. And they don't want to... Spread, spread whatever they have whether, whether it's a cold whether it's something you know whether it's no big deal they want to because that's the thing in Asia right now is that's what they're used to doing yeah that's what they're if you're sick you wear a mask yeah right you, know? you keep going back your day unless you're just deathly ill exactly yeah. yeah and you know and I used to, I mean you you see the the world news whenever bird flu and SARS and all that was a thing you, it was a big thing over in Asia and everybody yeah. had masks you're like okay that's just weird well, yeah. I looked at a lot of these. Less than um, a year, it's a norm here. Yeah. Pictures yeah. back in the day. Um, was it 1918? Yeah. Of the Spanish flu? Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks just like today. All the people wearing masks, doing the same things. But eventually, you know, it got to the point where they weren't doing that anymore. Um, hopefully, we can get back to that point where we're just living life where you got to deal with no mask. But you I know, do see a caution of... of Going forward, of if you're sick, people start wearing them more. Just not Y'all for look that at, very reason. Look at that picture. Yeah, yeah, look at that. 
I saw one where I want to say it was like a Yankees game back yeah. around this time, and everybody had was masks on. had masks on. Yeah, this is what we're looking at right here is a picture. It says Seattle police wearing masks in December 1918, and that those masks look eerily similar to what a lot of people are wearing now. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. In the 1918 Spanish flu pe- epidemic, that was. Do, do y'all think this thing just goes away on its own? I mean, I know it's going to make its rounds and everything, but. You know, you don't hear SARS anymore. You don't hear bird flu anymore. Uh, what was the other one not long ago? It's it's never really the swine flu. Maybe the swine flu. I thought there was something else, but yeah. Swine flu, bird flu, whatever. Same difference. Yeah. <laughs> right. One flies, one grunts. Um, I think the only reason it stays around because it's like it's going to be used politically, in my, in my opinion, somewhat. Yeah, still. This, if that's what that, scares that, that, me. That was going to be my question. It's like if this Brandon to answer me this. If this wasn't an election year, would this be such a big deal for either side? Well, you saw. I don't we, feel like it. Would as be. soon as as soon as the election was somewhat over, yeah. but still going on, we get vaccines not too long after that. Well, it was and, even. Um, I mean, it was reported too that 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 was going to be, you know. Yeah, but to me, happening right after. Oh, it's coincidental. The other opponent are not coincidental, I guess. Being basically being put in, you know, yeah. winning the election, yeah, and then it happens. I just, I'm like, you know, I don't know. Just irritate me. Does that does that thing say "open face sneezers to be arrested"? Yeah, there on the left. Yeah, it does. We're looking wow. at a headline. This was a 1918 Chicago newspaper headline, and it says, Open face sneezers to be arrested. Uh, orders to arrest easy. Excuse me. Orders to arrest any. Uh, I'm trying to make out what it says. Open face sneeze or coughing in a closed. Anybody that uh, indulging in the open face sneeze or cough in an enclosed area can be arrested. Wow. Churches and some. Police raid saloons in war on influenza. <laughs> that is that is crazy. That's crazy, yeah. I mean, they just pulled the playbook back from 1918. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, let's run with mm-hmm. this. It worked once before. Let's try it again. Churches and saloons are exempt. Conventions, athletics, and parties hit. Non-essential crowds barred in epidemic war. Wow. The more things change, the more they yeah. say the same, boys. Yeah. But anyway, so, so churches, I mean, they're not. What about like in some when, when all of this is over? What do, what do, what are y'all gonna do that you can't do right now? When all of this is over, I know what I'm doing. I'm going to some sort of college athletic event where everybody <laughs> can be there, and I'm gonna cheer on my my Auburn Tigers I, to I victory. I don't know if it ever goes back a hundred percent the way it was. Honestly, you really think it's that? Obviously, I, I don't gonna think be, it's going to be this. Yeah, but I think there's going to be something, something done. I don't think it'll go back to the way it was. I think this is the new precedence that's been set, and social distance is not just going to be a 2020 term. I think it's going to be something going forward. forever. Yeah. What do you? What exactly do you mean? By the, I mean, <clears throat> like specifically, what well, do you mean? Well, say you go to an Auburn, Alabama. Michigan game. State or Michigan game, you know, the big house, 110,000 yeah. people. Yeah, I think game. they're going to reduce these capacities to maybe 75% going forward. Permanently? That's going to For the foreseeable future. Five years. Sure. Man, that's going to kill revenue. That is going to kill. That's going to kill revenue. But and, it's, and, but it's here's a supply thing. and demand thing. The tickets. I, well, I, I, I think yeah. it depends on how, say, say the vaccine is working for you know it's what they're putting out and it gets to a point i mean a whole year even though time for us right now is moving really really fast it's still going you know slow getting up to that point yeah so a lot can be done during that time and i'm just wondering if if things will start to slow down just a little bit as far as the virus goes and we get to that point. Well, you know, Pfizer and Moderna have claimed that the vir- the vaccine that they've produced is 95% effective. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. Is it effective? Uh, how is it effective? Is it effective know. in preventing? I'd or is it effective know. in... That's just what they're claiming. What, what, what you already have? Is it effective if you have tested positive, it get rid of it? 
95% of the time? I mean, what does that number actually entail? You know, like, we're obviously seeing the political effects, oh, okay. right? But what are the social effects of this a year from now, five years from now, ten years from now? Social effects of the vaccine or social effects of what we've done COVID. with this? COVID. Oh, you're already seeing it. You're already seeing it. Are this. we, though? Like, there's no way to predict what society is going to look like as a direct result of COVID in 10 years. There's no way to predict. Look at the kids that are in school right now, how they're they're having to do things, how they're struggling. If anybody out there, and both of you have kids in this school system, if anybody out there thinks that your kid's getting an education anywhere similar to what it was last year, wrong. Yeah, there's no way. Y'all, I cannot tell you the bureaucratic red tape that we have as as educators have to go through on a daily basis. And it just as a result, it just because of COVID, as a result, it just hinders That's what I'm saying. The education process. Yeah, I don't think we, we can't continue on No, we can't keep like, going like this. No. Um it's just I mean, Nick knows it's a complete headache. Dude, it's um, crazy. To I deal mean, with. There was a there was a teacher in this system that quit their job like Walked into the, into the principal's office, middle of the day, and just said, I can't do it anymore. Here or somewhere else? In our school system. In our school system. Wow. Two, a week ago. She, they, they, I don't know if it was a she or he. They just said, I'm, I'm done. done. Yeah. I'm gone. And and I know they're not the only ones. Hey, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you now, my seventh grader has senioritis bad. Yeah. Like, don't care. You know, it is what it is. Just, yeah. just not a care in the world. A lot of them, a lot of students are that way. Yeah. A lot of them are that way. But we didn't, you know, COVID is COVID. It's, it's not going away anytime soon. We got we to gotta deal with that. But, like, what what else have y'all been up to? I know y'all just got done with football. Well, I say just got done two, three weeks ago. Yeah. I got done with yeah. football. We did. Youth football. Yeah. I, just, I had fun watching y'all. I really did. It was yeah. awesome. Well, thanks. Sorry. Sorry, Clint. <laughs> <laughs> Clint lost. Clint's team lost. Hey, now they they did. Uh, but hey, we had a good season. We uh, I thought we had probably more success than we would have without some of the structural stuff in place. Obviously, yeah. Here in our high school, we've gotten a new head coach. Um, he's done a magnificent job in including the youth on trying to get the program as a whole up and going. And uh, you know, with with what he's wanting to put in place, we we you know copied that, mirrored that, and um, had a successful season. So, uh, and like I said, I think we've had more success this season because of that. Yeah. Uh, I think if we, if everybody would just went rogue like like it has in the past, we're probably a 500 team maybe. Um, you know, we're not not as competitive as we were. I mean, don't so. get me wrong. I'm glad y'all were successful. I'm really glad y'all were successful. But my favorite part of the youth league season, other than – the sophomores winning the championship had to have been you ripping your shirt off on the <laughs> sideline. Why are you gonna put this on where everybody can hear? Ah, it? Yeah. I just went all Hulk. They call the refs called you Hulk, right? Yeah, yeah, they did. Hey, uh, every time I out. see those refs uh, at, at the games after that, it was always, "Hey, Coach Hulk, Coach so, Hulk." Yeah, yeah. Well, Brandon, also, give us your perspective. on No, that. I mean, because <laughs> you were not there. even not. You know, you I'm just glad it. we were able to have the season. Yeah, that's there the biggest was, thing. There was oh, y'all were going to get all we, serious um, on me. <laughs> huh? <laughs> like, tell me what was going through your mind when you saw Clint go off. Uh, provide us, provide with us well, first, a little context. Because right. I was not there. Okay, so I, I'll, I'll set it up. We are down. <laughs> I'm sorry, you have to do this, Clint. We are down thirteen to zero in the fourth quarter. Yeah, we were we are undefeated at the time. The team we are playing is undefeated at the time. Yeah, uh, we score two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we let a sweep to the right get outside of us. Uh, the kid actually fumbles the ball, and the kid that is trailing the play picks the ball up and goes in for a touchdown. They go for two, uh, get it. So we're down. Uh, by eight points, we're down twenty-two to fourteen with forty-something seconds left in the game. Um, couple plays, we get out to maybe our own forty-ish. There's five seconds left, so I get our quarterback, who happens to be Brandon's son, to spike the ball. Yeah. Um, he spikes the ball. He comes to the sideline and gets the play from me, 
As I'm getting ready to give them the play, I look up, and the other team has completely left the field. They are over on the numbers, talking to their coaches. Their coaches are out on the field. No timeout. No timeout. It's not a timeout. And I tell the referee on our side, hey, you know, it's not a timeout. Why are, why are they on the, Why are they out on the field? You need to throw a flag. Coach, we got it. No, you don't have it. Your guy over there needs to throw the flag. Coach, we got it. About this time I'm on the field. Raising Kane. I hear Brandon in the background. Clint, calm down. Clint, calm down. Because he sees it. He knows it's about to happen. We've played NCAA football and broken many, many controllers. He knows it's about to happen. And he's got this smirk on his face. <laughs> yeah, he, he, knows what, yeah. he knows it's true. Um, so, at this point, I'm hollering at the ref. And he throws a flag on me because I'm out on the field and I'm raising commotion. Well, I said something I wasn't supposed to say, and I got kicked out of the game. And to show my displeasure, I ripped my shirt off. I don't know why. It helped because it calmed me down enough anyway. And then after that, I respectively, uh, respectfully left the premises. And then Brandon's dad got <laughs> ejected too. Yeah. <clears throat> Mickey, Mickey, hey, there, there's, Mickey, there's, yeah, there's, there's our mention. Mickey Farmer, <laughs> who was supposed to be on this episode, but did you want my take working. on it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I want All your right. perspective on the whole because this is going to be this is going to go down in lore history. You're gonna, yeah, everybody's going to hear this and everybody's going to know exactly what your take is. So speak now, forever hold your peace. Yeah. So when Clinton was getting mad about about the situation, what upset, he just said, <laughs> upset, whatever, <laughs> no matter. Me as a coach. Me and Clint are totally different. I would have looked at it as if, well, they're over there thinking this is a timeout. Guess what I'm going to do? It's an opportunity. I'm going to snap this ball. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Because yeah. it's no timeout. Let's snap the ball and let's get it down the Clint's field. Clint's face right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I would have been thinking in that way, but when Clint saw it, he just completely lost his mind because of what they were doing. But – yeah. Anyway, well, that was my instinct was say, "Hey, yeah. that's fifteen. Right. That's fifteen free yards." Yeah, because you know they're out on the field and they're not supposed to be. That gives us fifteen yards closer, and you know, hey, we might have a shot for a hail mary, something. I yeah. mean, that that was my thinking. Right, anyway. right. But to me, I look, I saw it. I mean, like, oh, y'all about to get? I'm about to get y'all right here. If y'all gonna do that, <laughs> let's let's go on. I'm about but, to get y'all. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm about to get y'all. Anyway, so Clint's doing his thing. He's he, of course, he's mad at the ref, and he's upset, um, <laughs> giving his displeasure of it. Upset. <laughs> so I'm. I wasn't mad until I ripped my shirt. That's what caused me to rip my shirt. I was mad. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> but then trying to calm him down a little bit, and he he does what he does. You let the ref have a have a word or two, um, and that's when he threw you out. Yep. And so as he proceeds to get thrown out, I see him ripping off his shirt. Um. And I'm just kind of standing there watching, and I'm like, well, this is – Is this real life? This is it right here. Um, so as he's ripping off his shirt and with a boob hanging out, um, <laughs> I'm just like – Got a little side, side boob going. That. Yeah. I can't believe you just said that. Yeah, that's my best friend. That's our that's our head coach. So side I didn't really have – I mean – Head coach side boob. Right. Um, <laughs> so after – Clint gets thrown out, and he's – Slowly walking back around the around the field with shirt hanging down to his knees. Um, well, well, let me stop you there because because I had two shirts on. I that's what I'm saying. Well, you had you I had, had a polo shirt on and right, I ripped you it your, you and I was still one. mad. And then I had my undershirt and I ripped right. my white one. And Either after way, the game, you got shirts hanging down to your yes, knees. Yes, I do. So, and a- actually afterwards, Brandon said, "I was looking at you and thinking." That's actually pretty impressive. I don't know if I could rip both my yeah. shirts like that. Uh, well, I was, I was thinking that when he was in the process of it. Yeah. <laughs> but then the ref, he, he said, all right, look, head coach is gone, and the camera guy's gone. And I'm like, camera guy? <laughs> the camera. My dad? Which is your like, dad. What did he do? Yeah. You know? And he told me later, because um, we would have meetings, you know, well after that in person, and he would be at some of the meetings and stuff, and he told me um, that he, you know, Clint had since then talked to him, and he was all cool with Clint and everything. But he said, the guy who really made me mad was that camera guy. <laughs> and I was like, what Mickey. did he say? I was, like, I was asking, what did he say? And he said, well, he just, he just started ripping into me, and I got kind of tired of it. And I just – I wanted him off the field too. 
I was like, well, that's funny. So, yeah, but I ended up telling funny. Dad, and he thought he thought it was funny too. But um, no, that's the. Uh, what was going through your mind in the seconds before Clint went ballistic? Did you know what was about to happen? As in, you're seeing it because because according you to Clint, you're down. saying according to Clint's story and his his perspective, you're going, Clint, calm down, Clint, calm down. As you're saying that, what's going through your mind? I really, truthfully thought he was he was going to kind of chill out. Because oh, you you weren't expecting a ballistic reaction. No, I wasn't because Clint he's never done that before up until that point. So way to go, Clint. I wasn't I wasn't really expecting that. Setting the I was expecting okay, uh, we're going to get a penalty right here. Now we backed up even further trying to make this play. With five seconds left, that's going to make it even more difficult. But when he, when we started to press, <laughs> didn't stop. I was like, okay, so we're we're taking it to another level. All right, I get I get you. So, which look, which I have too. I've 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 never been ejected from a game yet. Um, <laughs> hopefully never. But but I have I have gotten upset just like Clint has, and I hadn't ripped off my shirt, but. I've gotten to the point where you know I'm I'm yelling extremely and possibly wanting to fight somebody. Yeah. But um, and I get that because that's just you're competitive and you work so hard with the boys and you want it all for them and that's that's part of it. I, I would I would tend to say everybody has somewhat done that uh, in some sense. So that's just part of the game and uh, but yeah. So, a couple of things before we move on. Number one, because there's a chance that he may actually listen to this. I'm not the head coach. I, I was just the offensive guy. I, I you were the offensive offense. coordinator. So, in, in case in case Shane, who's actually the head coach, uh, hears this, don't think that we didn't correct that. I'm sorry, Shane. Number two, I, I do want to say this for the record. I felt terrible after all that. I mean, completely like somebody had just kicked me in the guts. Um as all of the players – because I, I was ejected and I had to leave the stadium. Yeah. So I'm in the parking lot and, like, they're, they're youth guys out there making sure – I told them, hey, man, look, it's done, it's over. I said, I'm upset about the situation, but the situation's over. I'm good now. And he he understood that, but he knew that he had to kind of hang around just for a minute. But as, as all of our players come out of the gate, you know, I told them what a good job they had done and I apologized for, for showing myself. Um, apologized to Brandon when he come out. You know, obviously, everything else that was said was said. Um, the one, the one that got me though, um, my youth league coach, who is the statistician here for the local high school, he came up to me uh, the next Friday because that was on a Monday. That was a delayed game for weather, and we played it on a Monday. Well, that Friday we had a home game here, and he came up to me and he said, "Clint, I'm hearing a story about you." He said, "And it's not from anybody around here." what happened and man that about got me i'm not even like about teared up like i was about to lose it when he said that yeah and he was he was he was real supportive and he just said clint you can't do that i mean just just like what brandon told me and you can't do yeah. that you got to set an example for this for the kids you know you, you're going to set an example for the youth coming up and you can't show them that that kind of reaction is okay and i and i i really do understood that i understand that and i understood it at the time too but when he when he said that, man, it, I got choked up. I really did. I about that's about the only time I ever like cried over something like that. That yeah. that hurt when he said that. But we we shared a hug and we we talked it out and everything's good now. And I apologize to the refs. I apologize to those coaches that night. I apologize to the league director. I apologize to our kids again the next practice that we had. So apologize to the parents that night through text message and everything. Just. And honestly, a lot of people were supportive. They kind of felt that, you know, we were kind of getting the raw end of a lot of stuff anyway. But, you know, it's not the way somebody's supposed to act. And even now, so that way the world can hear it. I apologize. So, And as a result, you got promoted to become a varsity <laughs> assistant coach. <laughs> right? It works out, man. It works out like it's supposed to. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's great. Uh, we made that announcement the other <laughs> night. That's great. That's great. We made that wow. announcement. We made that announcement on Dog Talk the other night, and 
I forgot when I said it that nobody really knew. No, no. So it's kind of breaking news because we hadn't really well, I announced didn't say it. it. Paul said it, didn't he? Or did I say it? I think you had said I it said with it. Paul on it. Yeah, I'm. I apologize. I, I really because like I I'd planned on making a bit, sort of a big deal out of it. You well, know, I still like, want hey, you to. <laughs> well, you know your ego, but um, <laughs> you know. Huh. I, I expect, hope you don't I expect, think I have an ego. I expected that. Oh, he does. Um, wow. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Am I, though? Uh, Brandon. <laughs> well, thanks for having Look, Clint on. on. He'll be, this is the last <laughs> time he'll be on. I got, but no, I got to know this. Brandon, has he? Yeah. How, how much has he changed since y'all are in high school? Like, would would that have been something that he would have done in high school? Uh, I, mean, yeah, I, mean, I mean, y'all have known each other way longer than I've known either one well, of y'all. I will say this. I mean. Clint has changed, but hasn't changed, and that don't make no sense. But I, I, I can, you know what I'm I saying. Can, I can relate to Clint it, was the dare you, I dare you to do this, I dare you to do that. Yeah, I was, I was that guy. Um, uh, just hey, funny guy, look at funny that guy, guy in class. And then, then Clint, he as we got older. Got I, mellowed out a, I, I mellowed got, out a little bit. Just a little bit. He got more serious. and then. But there's... Had a kid, got married. I mean, those kind of things kind of calm you down a yeah. little bit. They really do. But then there's times when, like, old Clint's coming out. <laughs> right. And get ready. Well, and, and yeah. that's kind of... I mean, y'all see it at the basketball games here. I mean, and yeah. even the football games like this past year. Uh, at the high school football games, you know, I would... Like I, I just want to know, and I, and look, I've been on the sideline with you at a youth game, Nick. So I just want to know I, I, <laughs> what goes through your I, head. I, like, how I, do you I, function? I, <laughs> why are you the way you are? Um, no, I, I've been on the sideline with you during a youth game, and I've sort of seen you in coach mode, right? Okay, and you have seen me in the same mode, right? right? I. I just need to know what to expect because we're going to be working together next year <laughs> with with Coach Hawk on the offensive side of the ball. Right. You, I think the three of us are going to be working together m- more closely than any than any of us really know right now. Right. For probably more than any other coaches. <clears throat> yeah. The coaching th- group. Exactly. The right. three of us. Like I'm not technically a position coach, but the position that I help out with the most, other than Grace and our kicker. Mm-hmm is the offensive line. Sure. That's the position that I'm most familiar with. Right. Is the offensive line. You played offensive line, Hawk played offensive line. Hawk's been coaching offensive line for years. You've been coaching it for years. And I'm learning a lot from both of you, but I just want to know are, are you going to have a Hulk moment next no. year? No. Okay. I, I won't. Okay. <laughs> uh not on the field anyway. If I do okay. it'll be in the halftime in or maybe at practice one day yeah. whenever I'm all up in somebody's rear end. But I cannot tell you how excited I am. Man, I am too. I mean, you and I have kind of talked about this. That you know, my one of my dreams back in the day was to coach high school football. I mean, this this is going to be the highest level Clint Thompson ever gets to is is high school football. And this is something I never ever 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 thought would happen. When when Coach Monroe called me and said, "Hey, I got to talk to you," I'm like, "Okay, well, he's either he he's wanting me to this one of your dreams." I didn't know this was one of your dreams. You oh, never yeah. tell me this. Well, we he told me. We don't really get into it. Are that you his much. best friend? Apparently <laughs> <laughs> not. Well, okay. But anyway, I, I thought Coach Monroe. I know what was, he told me, but it don't add up to being okay. All right. Yeah. Anyway, Coach Monroe, he called me and he said, "Hey, I, I, you know, got something for you. We need to talk. Whatever." I thought it was going to be help out at the junior high level. Is what I thought. I've got a kid on junior high level. You know, put put somebody else from the youth league up and, and give another bridge there to continue the program. Yeah. Um, but no, he was like, "Hey, you know, we could use your help up here with with the varsity." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." And I told so, him that. Yeah, you what? did. I told him before it even happened. Yeah. He said, "Don't be surprised if it's varsity." Like, no, you're crazy. There's no way it's varsity. But sure enough, it was varsity. So I can't can, wait. Um, I, I've told you. I've told you my perspective on this, right? Well, I, let me say this: I fully expect this to be one and done. <laughs> from the standpoint, I think I'm going to get fired from a voluntary position oh. after one year. Oh, I thought you meant you were going to voluntarily leave us. No, 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 no. No, I figured it would be. Uh, yeah, you're too wild for this. We can't have this anymore. Uh, no, you obviously don't know. 
you obviously <laughs> okay. You obviously haven't seen me. That's true. Um, uh, at my greatest, we have at times the, the, the Weaver game. Were you at the Weaver game? I was at the Weaver. Okay, game. so you. Did I was see me definitely there, Nick Wilson. Yeah, you also saw me. That was yeah. Um, but no. So when, <laughs> when talk out, there. Outside, outside, don't talk there. It's like outside okay, of you right. ripping your shirt off. You had a Clint moment. I did. Yeah, I did during the Weaver game, which was but, the last but game it was race, towards was, a player, not toward an official. Yes, it was. Toward hey, you want me to tell you what that kid did? He just looked at you and like, okay, what kid? The kid in question. In question. He just kind of <laughs> yeah. looked at you like, when when I chewed him out. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, just, that wasn't the kid that I was mad at though. I know, but when but he, did, he he still looked at you like, yeah. okay, all right, you know, yeah, okay, all right. He's like, okay, let's go, yeah, right. He's kind of, he was probably st- kind of stunned a little bit, but I, I, well, I talked to him later about it. And I apologize. He came out of nowhere. He said, yeah, he and he said <laughs> he made the comment to me. He said, Coach, I really didn't expect that out of you in that moment. I said, well, you know, I was mad at somebody else and you messed up, and so you were you, the focus oh, of my wrath. So, um, but anyway. No, uh, I've lost much. I forgot what I was going to ask you, Clint. Or, or t- oh, I know what I was going. Yeah. So, Shay comes to me, our head coach. He comes to me right after the season ends. Like right. Actually, it may have been before Weaver. It may have been before the season ended, before our last game. And he, and and he calls me and he says, "Hey, what do you think about Clint?" I'm like, "Awesome dude. He does great stuff. He's a great guy. You know, him and Brandon are doing a lot of great stuff at the youth league, down at the youth league. Blah blah blah." And, and I, I expected this question from him because I had actually been thinking about it as well, personally, by myself. And I believe Brandon and I had talked about it before Shay called me. I, I, it was either you or, or Mickey or somebody. And, probably that. Uh, probably well, that. even if we friend. had, you probably wouldn't remember. Cause you, <laughs> cause you, yes, because I got Alzheimer's. <laughs> no, because you, you have a lot going on. Well, I, I mean, do that. You yeah. do have a, a lot. We all have a lot going on. Right. But anyway. Uh, and so he calls me and he basically says, well, what do you think about Clint coming up and helping us as a volunteer? And I said, Shay, do it, do it because he, he is going to be a huge asset scheme wise, um, knowledge wise, experience wise. He's a, he's a Nashville guy. He's a community guy. He needs to come up here. And then, you know, Shay responded, well, you don't think he's going to take a shirt off, do you? <laughs> no, he didn't. But you know, um, he didn't say that. Uh, I don't think, but anyway, and and so I'm the reason you got the job. Well, so I appreciate you that, owe dude. me all of your money. And uh, <laughs> okay, no, I'm, my, just, I'm just kidding. My I'm just kidding. Role, I, sure. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. None of that's true. That was that was all all Shay. Shay Shay just was asking for some advice. And I mean, but no, man. Well, I mean, I'm, you I'm just, looking you deserve forward to it. it. I'm looking yeah. forward to yeah. it. Um, I hope my I really wish we could get Brandon up here, but Brandon. I guess has to stay down with the easily. That's where I want to be. So I've been at, I've been at the varsity level on basketball, and I love it. It's awesome, but it, it does take. You've been it, everywhere in basketball, uh, pretty much. Yeah, high school, middle school, well, youth middle league. school. Having out with middle school now because yeah. I've got a lot of boys I've coached. Yeah. Um, but at the high school level, and I told Clint before. Before he, you know, made his decision on what he wanted to do, it, look, it, it requires a lot of your time, and it's time that you that you want to do because you want to be invested in the boys, and that's that's what you, and, and the coaches too, and you want to help them out as much as possible. So it's a um, uh, and it involves your family, yeah, and it yeah. takes a lot away from their time that you're going to spend with them on certain things. Well, and that's and one of the things that Shay asked me to do. He said, "Go home, talk to Carrie, talk, yeah. talk, talk to your son, talk to talk to everybody that's going to be involved because this is a commitment. You know, because it's not a ten week commitment. No, it's, it's not even a twenty week commitment. It's a it's a six month commitment. Yeah, and honestly, it's a year long commitment if was, you really want to get to it. I was about to say, you know, especially if you're if you're the head coach and the strength and conditioning coach. Oh yeah, and and really, if you're, I mean, no, that's not even true. I mean, all of our assistant coaches right now with the exception of two that are currently in season for another sport that they coach, are working on football stuff. Shay and I are working on football stuff. James Thompson, our defensive coordinator, we're working on football stuff. Paul Hawks working on football stuff. I mean, we're all working on stuff. So it's it's one of those things where it is a year-round. Football deal. is more heavy. It's so, oh, yeah. so much more heavy than, than basketball. Basketball, you, you know, you got um, – as soon as season's over, you got um, – course workouts and all that stuff and you got some camps you'll be going to yeah. but other than that i mean 
It's, I mean, football is more year round. Yeah. Um, getting ready for it, preparing for it. So, um, yeah. He's going to have to, uh, he's, he's on it now. So good to go. Yeah. Well, I fully yeah. expect this to come full circle at some point, too. And I'll, I, if Brandon asked me, hey, I need some help at the youth league again, 100%. I'm, I'm yeah. in for it. I'll help him. Um, he knows that I'll be there for basketball, maybe not in a coaching role, but I'll be there to help him any which way I can. Yeah, and, definitely for that. Um, not the coaching role, but I'm talking about, like, especially this year. Running running a scoreboard, running, yeah. you know, yeah. running tickets. Run, I mean, just you, you need those volunteers for things like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. So, I mean, they – they're kind of the unsung heroes when it comes to youth league stuff. Um, you know, a lot of times you get parents that will volunteer, but, you know, there's only a, a, a few of those that you really, you know, can entrust that, hey, I ain't got to watch over his shoulder or her shoulder yeah. to, to get all this kind of stuff done. So, Well, Nick, yeah. let's, talk, let's talk about you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, let's talk about you, no, Nick. Uh, let's mean, get off of us some. And, I really um, don't like talking about me, though. Well, listen. Well, we're going to talk about you anyway. So I don't because, care I'm so, because I'm so great. <laughs> uh <laughs> I'm so awesome. So y'all ended a pretty, you know, pretty good season that Asheville hadn't had in a long time. So that's all. Tell us I'm, about all of it. I'm going to go ahead and tell you that's all the kids right there. That's all kids. You know, our our senior leadership stepped up, which we nothing against the seniors that we've had in years past, but this year's senior leadership and and you know, there's always misconceptions when when a, a coach or a parent or, or anybody really talks about leadership or player development that it, it was perfect and smooth. It was not. You know, no. there were some of these seniors that had to be checked, and Coach Monroe Shea did a really good job at keeping them in check and saying, hey, no, uh-uh. we're not, we're not going to do this this year. You've gotten away with it before. You ain't going to do it this year. And to his credit, he, he, kept them, he kept them on the team, but he kept them in their role. You know, he kept them in their, in their zone that they yeah. needed to stay in. And that, I think, was one of the keys to, to – and this just – this goes back to a, a conversation that I was having with um, a friend of mine who coaches at another school. Uh, he, he coaches at Valley, and he's the wide receivers coach down there. And we were talking, like, culture matters more than scheme. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know, I would argue 70 to 80% of football is culture. The other 20% is scheme. And that's unique in football, I think, because in other sports it's more 50-50. You know, you can get away with a really good athlete that has a really bad attitude in in most other sports. But because football is almost the ultimate team sport, it's harder to get away with bad attitudes, lack of leadership, lack of of good positive culture. And I think that this year there was more of a seismic shift in in culture Mm -hmm. with – with the whole team, with the coaching staff, but but also with the seniors. Yeah. yeah. I feel like senior leadership was strong and positive. You know, it's been strong in in previous years, but it hadn't necessarily been positive. Right. So I think that I mean, they all credit to the kids, all credit to, to Coach Monroe and the other assistant coaches. It was and the community. I was gonna say parents community showed they, and look. Brandon, I can't I can't understate you know the support of the youth league coaches, the youth league parents, the middle school coaches, middle school parents, everybody in the community that came out showed up, supported the Bulldogs this year. You know we rolled out the orange jerseys, which was unique and special for the community and everything. I don't know. It just felt like this season everybody got on the same train. Right. Yeah. We instead of taking a different train to a different place, we were all on the same train headed to the same place. And it's right. been a long long time since we've had that year and i I, you know i want to give as much credit to shay as i can because he absolutely deserves it but i don't think it was just him i think you look at the leadership in the school you look at the leadership from the other coaches Mm -hmm. because it doesn't matter what one coach does especially at a school our size when you share these (laughs) athletes if other coaches aren't on the same page doing the same thing coaching their kids in a similar manner culture-wise then it just negates what you're trying to do with your program but everybody's sort of cohesive. I don't know how to explain it, man. It's like we're all we're all moving in the same direction, yeah. right? And I, that, it was awesome. You know, we finished five and five the first time in fifteen years where we we had a non losing record. We didn't have a winning record, but right. we didn't have a losing record either. So, first time in fifteen years, man. And it was just, one game from the playoffs. Yeah, one game away. I mean, yeah. if you ta- and, and and during the season they they completely changed the offense. I mean, completely. Uh, roughly three or four games in, yeah, yeah. I think it was so, week four. So, you know, you we take that, if you, you take some of those games, even the ones that don't matter, you know, 
<coughs> yeah. Me, sorry. Uh, um, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, so you take, you know, like like a second game. We were running straight wing T, you know, and, and we ended up losing that game by, what, seven points, I think it was. If we go to, you know, the the, the formations that we're in now with a single wing and, and, and the concepts there, it's probably a completely different ball game, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you take uh, the third game uh, up against Aniana. Didn't score anything. It wasn't a bad game. We just didn't score anything yeah. offensively. That's a single wing from start to finish. You know, knowing now or knowing then what we know now, maybe a different ball game. You know, well, I think that's, any of those. That, I think that's something that you know, looking back on it, there there are a lot of things that you would do differently, especially personnel wise, moving into that new offense. One of the things being, you know, you wish you could just sort of you know jump in head first into that new offense but i'm sort of also glad that we did it the way that we did it uh because it allowed us to us and the kids to get comfortable with it you know because it was so new nobody else runs the single wing which is one of the reasons that we run the single wing right everybody everybody sort of defaults to the same defensive um defensive set when they see a single wing offense you know shade 50 we're just gonna give them a shade 50 yeah because it is so hard to defend right and when you don't defend it every week, you know, when you're used to defending the spread or the option every week, and then you see a single wing team, you're like, oh, crap. So you just go on Google, how to defend single right. wing. Well, well, and, and, and right. it's a lot like Georgia Tech was for years. Exactly. The only team that ran a true triple, triple option, option attack. Yeah. Well, okay, you play this spread team, you play this power team, you play this pro team, and all of a sudden, bam, option. Yeah. You know, it's all about discipline. And – it's not so much all about discipline necessarily with the single wing or even the wing tee for that matter. It's you got to have some dudes. You got to have some guys that's going to go out there and hit you in the mouth and is willing to stop. You know this three. You know and, and, and people being completely content with three yards every play and that'd be it. Well, and what's great about the single wing is you bring guys and it's just a matter of numbers. You know? Yes, you're going to bring. It's guys. a hat on a hat. Exactly, and you've got to either outnumber us or out out athlete us on that yep. side. On whichever well, side we're coming, I to. love it. You know, I, I, I love it too. I love, I love anything that's downhill running and hits you in the mouth. And see, I used to not. I, I used to be such a, you know, such a millennial when it came to football. <laughs> like, you know, through the air. That's what me and pace it. You grew know. up with. I mean, yeah. that's. Yeah, I've wondered you know. for years why we haven't just done that because we. I mean, no offense, the kids here at Asheville, we've had some great athletes come through, but we Absolutely. haven't had a bunch of great athletes. You haven't had a great quarterback a great running back you know two or three really good offensive linemen and a good wide receiver in the same class yeah you know you've had one here one there one here one there and you just try to you know get your athletes the ball and see what they can do as a playmaker well you know i understand that just playing smash mouth football is not easy but it's got to be way easier than pass blocking every time. It's yeah. it, there's no way you can sell me on anything that's any different than that well not only that i, I was going to say that you know Nick's right. It's all about the culture, but it's also about the kids too. Like with with our kids, I coach. You know, Clint coached the uh, senior group, which is the oldest group out of our our ages group or youth football. I coach the sophomores, and you, though, in my opinion, those are most important kids in all of our and every in the whole pipeline. In the whole yeah, yeah, in the whole pipeline because you're setting the tone with them from the get-go absolutely and they have it instilled in them and i tell you i don't know if i told clint this before but it was one particular practice we were having we were, we were playing southeastern um they're a really good team and i knew they were and <clears throat> i was kind of getting on to them at practice and i was i was telling them i said look if y'all don't get y'all's act together we're gonna lose this game yeah and they stopped and they all turned around and they looked at me like, what did you say? And I was like, it's, it kind of caught me off guard. Right. It was really good, though. It sent chills in my spine. That they they all looked at me. Yeah. They all reacted. And this is a bunch of six- and, and seven-year-olds. Right. Maybe eight. Yeah, and they all looked at me like, you said we're going to lose? I don't, I, don't, I don't get that. Why are you saying that? And I thought, that's what you want. Yeah. That's yeah. what you're looking for. Because these are winners. And they choose. They, they want to win. And and it, it you know Clint had helped me the year before with the same squad and we added some pieces, but you still got to them kids still got to play the game. It's not it's not given to them, 
So they still got to go out there and play it. And they played the entire season, and they knew what we had to do, and they won it all. And that was them. So I was very proud of them. And that's where it starts, and that's where it moves forward. And if you can keep that pipeline going of a will of not to lose. It's it's establish the culture. Look, well, it's, yeah. It also that's helps, it. too. I mean, and you, you you brought it up earlier where I helped you coach that, that – smallest group the year before which we didn't win a game we didn't win a game we went oh and eight we didn't make it the playoffs you know anything but one thing we did do we coached the crap out of those kids yeah and you got rid of coached them and then brandon got rid of me (laughs) and then he won a championship (laughs) with those same kids (laughs) (laughs) no 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 no, no, i mean but yeah that that speaks to development right but they got a little taste of winning you know they won their first games hey this is fun now now that can be a bad thing because then you think, oh, we can't be beat. Yeah. And maybe a little bit of that happened during that Southeastern game like Coach Brandon was talking about. But, um, you know, once you get it established, hey, we can win, we can go out there, we can just out outwill the other team and, and we can have our way with them and do what we need to do to win. Yeah. Starting starting front, going up. Yeah. That's where I mean, it starts. I, you know, it's, it's such – it's such a in a I don't know how to I don't know how to describe it mythical ethereal non-physical sort of deal right culture like f- team culture you've coached basketball okay you've coached football and basketball both of you have coached football and basketball I've I've only been around football most of my life and a little bit of wrestling okay I, I've been around basketball and baseball and softball and all that but but nitty-gritty wrestling football and the successful like for instance we had a ton of opportunities to go watch a team in in our state that is very successful yeah and i was just curious both 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 to watch scheme right but also to decipher culture Yes. You can't decipher culture by watching film. You see the results of a culture on right. film. You see the results of a positive culture on the field, off on the scoreboard. It's like sausage. You 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 know you like sausage. Yes. You, it tastes great. Yes. How's it made? Exactly. Some and people can't take that though. Yeah, I, I know, exactly. Some people can't take the process. Yep. And going up there to Fife to decipher that process and to just be around the coaching staff and the, the community and the administration and practice and game day and figuring it out. And, and I really can't – I really wouldn't say I figured it out, but I, I would say I have a better understanding of what it takes to create a successful program because it's not, it's not about a team. It's not about the team. A team cannot be successful by itself. Right. It takes uh, the, the – a team, a team being coaches and players. Okay, mm-hmm. it's not about the team. It's about – the student body it's about the administration it's about the teachers it's about the community it's about the business people it's about the sponsors it's about the volunteers it's about every it's about a program yep what it takes to have a successful program and yeah. what i found what i discovered is that everybody number one has to be on the same page moving in the same direction uh, toward the same goal that has to be very clear and two everybody knows their role in that journey to achieving that that goal, but they're bought in. You've exactly. got to buy in. You've got to know your role, and you've got, because if you if you buy in, if you know where you're going, and you and you do your role. If the chain guy does his role to the best of his ability, if the statistician does his role to the best of his ability, the wide receivers coach, the O line coach, the O line, the quarterback, the head coach, the PA announcer, the manager, yeah, you're moving in the right direction because everybody I talked to, watched, observed at Fife, not only the players, not only the coaches, they did their job to the best of their ability, and they did a dang good job. Yep. They did a dang good job. But it all starts with the buy-in. And Absolutely. you got to get rid of the, the me, me, me's. You know, that, that's, and well, that's something that's a struggle. That, you yeah. know this, Nick. I know this. Clint, you, you'll, you'll see on the high school level here pretty soon, even with basketball, Nick knows it with football also. It's a lot tougher. So yeah, with with the, with the boys and, or, or even girls too, to get it out of them then, and start then where it needs to be started is in the youth. Yeah, it's so much tougher. It's just like 
they're so used to being this way. Yep. And that's what they're going. That's what they're going to be. Yeah. And you try to pull and suck as much as you can to to pull them the other way. But it takes a lot of work, man. Well, think it takes about a it. lot of work. You and look at again. You look at five. That head coach up there had been there since the mid nineties, and he didn't win a state championship until the almost ten years later. Mm-hmm. And he then had re- to build it from the ground up. And then really didn't start a dynasty until about five years after that. Yeah, what you would consider a dynasty, where you're you're in it every year, yeah. right. or, or almost it's, in it every year. It's time. And that's that's yeah. twenty years, and they just won three in a row. They won their third one this year. It's twenty twenty, guys. That was fifteen years ago. Yep, sixteen yeah. years ago. All and, right? and people are saying his best teams are still yet to come. Exactly. So, I think you're absolutely right because two, you have to think about the mentality and the emotional state of these kids right now in high school. They're adolescents. They don't know who they are. They're in the middle of trying to find out what they're going to do. They're in the most awkward part of their life. They're in the most awkward part of their adult human life. Figuring out who they are, where they're going to go, what they're going to do, and you've got to get them to perform at the, at, at their, the maximum of their potential. They don't even know what their potential is. Yep. Yep. So it's a struggle. It's hard. But that's what makes it so much fun. Yeah. That's what makes it so worth it too, is yeah. when they finally get it, when they finally when it finally clicks. Right. But anyway, we we've we've sort of got to wrap it up. No, here. It, well, um, it's it's fun. It's fun to do though. I, yeah. I think all of us in enjoying being part of that and um continue to be a part of it for a long time to come. Yeah. Uh what uh I'm getting all kinds of emails from our bookkeeper. What uh <laughs> that means I've I've overspent. What um what kind of recommendations do we have for today? For the mm. end of this episode, Brandon, have you thought of one? <laughs> Brandon never thinks of a recommendation. I, 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 I'll be honest with you. It's I been even, six months. I've been six months. Brain, yeah. Uh, as far as ending the show, because I, I forgot about it. Uh, <laughs> no, go so, ahead. So, just to recap, y'all do do this at the end of every show. Yeah. Where you recommend something to the listening audience. Yes. It could be anything. It could be a book. I'm glad that you're providing the exposition <laughs> of what this is. Okay. Go could ahead. be a book, could be a movie, could Go be a TV ahead. show. Um if I had one recommendation, yeah. And I think you've actually already recommended this. Go ahead. It's you, so it's There you thing. go. I would recommend The Mandalorian. It has been have I recommended fantastic I I this season. Season two's better than season one. Yes, it's been fantastic this season. Um so I can't recommend that enough. Bill Burr amazed me in that last episode. Well, yeah. it's either we recommend food, yeah, or a movie. Yeah. So that's usually That's okay though. There's nothing okay. wrong with that. We're no, in the south. <laughs> right. Exactly. Food Nick. or TV. Nick, you got uh, you're still thinking of one, aren't you, Randon? <laughs> yeah. You're still thinking of one. Guys, let's... let's so are you. Everybody in your car, on your run, wherever you're listening to this, let's just, just clap for Brandon in this moment. Clap for Brandon. Right. We're, we're giving him a golf clap. I don't know if you can hear that. We're giving him Soft. a golf clap. Soft. Uh, Soft yeah. but gentle. Exactly. Um I'm gonna recommend that. Uh, well, I don't know if I've, I don't know. I can't remember if I've got it on my desk or not. I don't. I don't think I do. Get this is gonna be the weirdest recommendation, but I do actually recommend it. Get a a uh, oh, what do you call it now? A um, uh, the the big tall water Hand bottle gestures. deals. What do you yeah. call them? Not a tumbler. A tumbler. Uh, I guess. Yeah, we'll just call it a tumbler. Okay. A tumbler. Get you a tumbler. Uh huh. At work, at school, at the house, whatever it is, fill that joker up with ice, fix you some water, and just drink water. And this is going to sound so weird. I, look, I know that. Stop laughing. <laughs> My recommendation is something that you should be doing, according to the medical field, anyway. No, no, drink water. Well, I mean, I mean, it, look, it's helped me a ton. Seriously, I have, I've gotten on this kick where I'm drinking more water. Because I have a bad habit. One, because of my job and what I have to do, I eat out a lot because I'm always on the go. And usually, I mean, again, we're in the South. What do you get to drink? Sweet tea. Sweet tea. That's just as bad for you as Coke or Mountain Dew or whatever. No. But I love love it. I love it. Yeah, I know. I love it. So what I've done is I've got me one of those giant tumbler things. I can't can't remember the name of the brand. Tervis? No, it's... um, Yeti? It's, it's the metal, expensive, tall ones. Yeti? That I got as a uh, wedding gift. A Yeti? Not my wedding. No, it's not a Yeti. Oh. Anyway. Um, Arctic. It, it's, got, it's got the guy doing the, the jumping jack deal. 
you know, where his arms are spread out and his legs are spread out, and it's a guy, and he's got rays of sunshine in between his arms. Anyway. Yeah, I can't think of the name. What? <laughs> Brandon, I should be giving you plenty of time to find it. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, I've started doing that at work because I've got a water fountain right, right outside my classroom. And uh, it's been nice. I mean, I've actually discovered that I have, I'm in a better mood. I have a little bit more energy. I don't know. I just do it. It'll be good for you. It's all placebo. It's, you just might as well take a sugar pill and say, hey, this is the cure now, for everything. that doesn't everything. mean you have to stop drinking Coke. Just drink more water. Just drink more water. Okay. That's just my recommendation. I also recommend The Mandalorian Season 2. That's my <laughs> recommendation. Because it's just really good storytelling. We've been watching it in my media class and, and analyzing it. It's been awesome. It's been good stuff. There's an announcement from the assistant principal. <laughs> we're not doing this during school hours at all. No, we're not. Um, Please tell me. Look, we wasted so much time. I know. You did a great job with it. That's I, mean, I, that, see, I'm a, I do seriously recommend that. But yeah. golly, after all that, you should have one. Yeah, I should. You know and, what? I really don't. And you don't. So, um, <laughs> yeah, there it is. And that's okay. I feel like that's this is right. also a trope where, like, we do the recommendation and Brandon's like, oh, I forgot. You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to have to write me down a list. Yeah, you are. And just keep it on the list. And I just, just keep it on and, your phone. Each and every episode, we, I'm good. Yeah, keep it so, on your phone. Yeah. I'll skip mine today. Okay. Wow. Can I make yeah. a recommendation for you? Sure. Go ahead. Drink more water. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, well,. At the time, at the airing of this, it won't matter. But go watch Christmas Vacation. Heck yeah! You know, go watch that movie. It's a great movie. Well, I did say, look, I didn't want to do another movie, but I did say, uh, Jingle <laughs> All the Way is oh, so starting to be one of my favorites. Have you watched that? Uh, yes, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh my gosh, and Sinbad. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sinbad, and what's that guy's name that died off of SNL? What was his name? Yeah, uh, Phil Hartman. Phil, Phil Hartman. Hartman. Yeah, I yep. love Phil Hartman. Phil, Phil Hartman. I miss Phil Hartman. Yeah, I miss man. Phil Hartman almost as much as I miss Chris Farley. I love it really? when yes. when Arnold's on the phone. Yeah, and he's calling his he calls his son picks up the phone and says, "Hey, where's where's your mom at?" And he's like, uh, "She's with Ted." And he's like, yeah. "She's with he's she's with who?" You yeah. know, he's like, "Oh, he's uh he's do, he's doing such and such," but he's always trying to get his wife to um leave Arnold, leave Arnold, and kind of do their own Come thing. With him, but, yeah. Arnold, it's, I can't get over. I, I, no, the one thing I can't get over is Arnold, how he's done all his movies, and well, that, still not gotten any better with his. Accent. I mean, with the accent he's done. I mean, but it's get funny. To the chopper. It's funny. I mean, I've got I just to can't. get the toy. <laughs> I've got to yeah. I, this doll. I've got to get the doll. <laughs> Jingle all the way. So what year good, was that? Ninety uh, six. Yeah, November twenty second, nineteen ninety six. Um, directed by Brian Levant. Levant, Levant, don't know. What else has he done? Oh, he directed the film. He directed the Flintstones film and Snow Dogs. Terrible and still terrible. Snow Dogs hitting bad. Yeah, he had direct, He directed a Christmas story, Snow too. Snow Dogs is, uh, who's in that? It was a second Christmas story. Didn't know that. Isn't Snow Dogs, um, doesn't it got Paul Walker in it? I thought was Snow that No, it's got Cuba Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, okay. oh, I know. Okay, I know what you're talking okay, about. I'm thinking of a different one. Yeah, there. Cuba Gooding Jr. and what a bad movie. James, somebody, James Gandolfini. Yeah. James, I don't know. Anyway, hey, if I can do one more recommendation, anything Phil Hartman did, it was funny. Rita Wilson's in it too. Tom Hanks' wife. Rita Wilson. Yeah, sure Jim. Ba- <gasps> That's right. Jim Belushi was the he Santa. W- he was the Santa. Yes. I forgot about that. Yeah, yes. Jim Belushi. And God, little, what a cast. And the little midget. Can I say that? No, that's okay. not the proper term. All right. I'm sorry. But anyway. Small person. We got another story for another <laughs> Yeah, we do. Small person. Now, now it is interesting. Chris Columbus co-wrote the film with Randy, Randy Cornfield. Fun fact. Cornfield? But what do y'all, what is of note that Christopher Columbus did, or Chris Columbus did? Y'all know what Chris Seems Columbus like did? Seems like I should know that. He did He, did he produced the film, too. He did something that is hmm. kind of big. He did a lot of things, actually. So if you look, he has an incredibly storied long. career. He did. He um, it sure did. Didn't he, he uh, I think he directed Christmas Vacation. If I'm not mistaken, mm, maybe. Let me, let me check real quick. Uh, no, he was. He he was going to direct Christmas Vacation, but he dropped out of the project. Anyway, he was producing the movie. He directed, um, he wrote The Goonies. Ooh. Yeah. 
he directed the first Harry Potter film. Okay. I mean, this guy's done a ton of stuff. Uh, he he directed Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm I'm trying. They're not all together in one nice neat deal. Anyway, this guy has directed a lot of cool stuff. Um, his later stuff's been a little rough, but in terms of the '90s and early 2000s, he dominated. Home yeah. Alone, Home Alone Two, Chris Columbus. So yeah, y'all look so enthused to hear me. No, talk I mean about that. no. Those are good movies. I love. Do yourself a favor and go and watch Unfrozen Caveman Lawyer with Phil Hartman. Un- you will. It 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 doesn't make any sense whenever when you're younger, but it's it's just the whole synopsis is hilarious. Y'all look, look at look at that. <laughs> look at look at the cover. The, the poster. jingle all the way poster. Yeah. Just do yourself a favor, guys, and just look that up. It's got Sinbad. We're the Turbo Man. I need the Turbo Man. I need it all. Sinbad is great. Sinbad I love is Sinbad. That, hilarious. That, that uh, scene where he's in the toy factory, you know, getting the, I guess it's Spanish Turbo Man doll. Yes. And yes. the, the police it? bust in, and he gets the little fake toy bags and says, this is the worst operation I've ever seen before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about it. yeah. And yeah, he's yeah. like, he's trying to look at the, the the actual cops trying to look at his badge, and he puts it in his pocket. And he real said quick. he's been on the case for like two or three years. Yeah, he's been yeah. on this case for two years, and you come in here and mess it all up. And he walks right out of there. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's why I carry a toy badge with me everywhere I go now, just in case. Just in case something yep. like that. Say, Jim yep. Belushi is credited his character Mall Santa. That was his character, <laughs> Mall Santa. God, that was such a good movie. Nick Latour was the counterman. Y'all, y'all remember Nick Latour? No. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Vern Troyer. Wow. As mini Santa. Wee! Yeah, I see him. Yeah. <laughs> I remember he gets thrown. He goes, little buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who is the big Santa? Wasn't that the big show? Uh, Paul what? White. Uh, Wrestler. Looking. Yeah, it was. Paul White is giant Santa. Him. There you yeah. Go. Yeah. Little buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that movie. Wow. Underrated. It is. It's it is still not great as good movie. As, still not as good as Christmas Vacation, though. Oh, I agree. So, all right. Well, Brandon's got daddy duties to do, so we need to jump on out of here. But hey, look, great to be back, guys. Can't wait for episode two. This is going to be fun this season. Yeah, season three yeah. coming at you. Coming so, soon. Uh, talk. You, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were, we got to set it up. Yeah. So don't forget, you can talk or go home or go home. Oh, I missed. What you got to do, Brandon? Hey, AJ. No, he's on the phone. He immediately <laughs> answered the phone.